Welcome to the Brand and Hustle podcast, the no fluff, no bull broadcast for busy entrepreneurs who need fast, effective business strategies. Get ready to build your business, your brand, and your bank account with Master Brand Coach Jay Stone. So, let me guess it's time for a new logo, and you're thinking about designing this all on your own. Well, in this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what you should, should not do, and where you should design your logo. Stay tuned. So, uh, lots of people are really utilizing design platforms like Canva to create logos for their brand. And the great thing about this is that they feel really empowered. However, the question is, is this legal? So that's what we're going to get into in this episode of the Brand and Hustle podcast. All right, so you guys know that I have been in the branding industry for over 20 some odd years. And in that time frame, you know, we've had the pleasure of creating lots of logos and going through the trademark process with lots of clients. In fact, I own uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 11 or 12 trademarks myself. And so let's talk about a little bit about that process just in regards to creating the logos yourself. Now, I always tell my clients to go to a place like, you know, 99designs, which is a crowd design um, platform or Fiverr uh, to get your logos designed because um, it's an inexpensive way to hire a graphic designer instead of using an expensive agency like us. And, and our logos start at about a thousand dollars. Um, I think the average is about two fifty to 500. Um, and you can get them done a lot cheaper. And it's especially important if you have a number of products that you want to create logos and branding for, it can get really costly. And so a lot of people have taken to taken to creating them themselves um, in software like Canva. So let's talk about why that's a challenge for your brand. So one, um, it's not going to be an exclusive logo, which means you can't trademark it. Meaning if it's one of the pre-designed logos that's already inside of Canva, several people are using it. And because it's not exclusive, it's not eligible for a trademark. So that's number one. Number two is that for free fonts, and and that's if you're in the free version of Canva, free fonts you can use because you can get those from any place. However, if you're in the pro version of Canva and you are using one of those fonts, you have to have a license to create products with that font. Well, particularly trademarks. Uh, When it comes to products, you have to have a copyright license. So you see how this gets tricky when you start doing things. Now, again, with the free fonts and the pro fonts, there's a difference with how you can use them. If you're using a pro font, you've got to go off and purchase a license for it on a platform outside of Canva. All right. And then there are the elements that you can use. The elements inside of Canva are elements that are either created by Canva or elements that Canva has a license to use and distribute. Again, not a an exclusive image 
that can be copywritten. So here's the deal. It gets really, really tricky and the waters get really, really muddy and murky around what's a paid font and what's a free font. excuse me, a licensed font and what's a free font and what is an element that you can use and that you can't use because basic lines and basic shapes or something that Canva says, go ahead, you can use those. But because it's a lot of gray areas around the elements, the licensing around the fonts, things like that, you're better off going and having it done by a professional because You're not a legal expert and trying to decipher the legalese on what you can and cannot use and what you should and should not use is too much of a risk for a brand that you're staking everything on. I mean, let's think about it. You are trying to put together a brand that creates a legacy for you. So don't risk having your logo scrutinized when it's time for the trademark process because you didn't want to go that extra step and have a professional do the design for you. So let's talk a little bit about what you need to look for when we're talking about a professional designer because my recommendation as a brand strategist, as a trademark owner, is to design have your logo designed outside of Canva and then bring it into Canva for use. That's my recommendation. Let's talk about what you need to look for for a graphic designer. It's not so much that you need to look at the skill of the graphic designer. That's what a lot of you guys look at. You look at it and you say, hey, I like the way they look. So I like their design style. What you need to be looking at is how they design the logo. So you simply ask one question. What do you use to design your logos? What do you use to design your logos? And if they give you any answer other than Adobe Illustrator, do not use them. Every logo should be designed in Adobe Illustrator. Why? Because it creates something called a vector file. And those are not only the most universal files that can be Uh, changed into anything, they create the most crisp, clean look, and they're the most versatile versatile to create any other file type that you need, like PNG or, or PDFs or any other way that you need it. All right. So here's the thing. Don't go to them and say, I need a vector file because they will save it with the file extension of EPS, right? And you think that you have a vector file, but you don't have the software to open it up. So therefore, you don't know that it's not what you actually need, okay? So no logos designed in Photoshop, no logos designed in Canva, no logos designed anywhere other than Adobe Illustrator. That's what you want, right? But don't ask them for a vector file initially. You just want to ask them a simple question. What do you use to design your logo? The answer you're expecting is Adobe Illustrator, okay? Now, the second thing you need to know about the logos, you need your logos in some very basic formats. You need them as an EPS. You need them as a PNG, which is that transparent background. You need it as a JPEG because JPEG is the universal um, one, the universal file format. 
And you also need it as a SVG, Sam Victor Gregory. You need it as a SVG file specifically for Canva. If you have a SVG file in Canva, you bring it in, you can change the color of the logo while it's actually inside of Canva. That's why you need the SVG files. So again, the file formats you need. EPS, that's your your source file, which is a vector file. You need the EPS, the JPEG, the PNG, and the SVG. So that's what I've got to say to you guys about designing logos today. Hope this is helpful. Maybe I need to do a video on this for the YouTube channel. Anyway, I'm out of here at the Brandon Hustle Podcast. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Don't worry, there are more episodes of Brandon Hustle on the way. But if you can't wait to learn more badass business strategies, head on over to jstone.com. That's J-A-I-S-T-O-N-E dot com. We'll see you next time.